Yo, this is Jake. They call me Dr. Flock. Views. Create these rules that we think we have to follow. And sometimes the rules actually limit us from feeling happy, which is usually the main intention behind setting the rules in the first place. What's up? It's John John. Views. Now, and I think that be, that comes with faith because I feel like, I feel like for me, it might sound crazy, but I feel like certain shit goes down. And that's real life doing this, bitch. Views. That's the funnest part about getting where I'm at now is like when I'm bugging, I know I'm bugging. You are now listening to the views from the Chip podcast. Anyway, yo, it's real life deal. I'm here with my boy John and my boy Flock. Views from a chair podcast. Let's chat it up. What's going on, fellas? What up, what up? Dude, real pumped to be here this week. Can't wait to go live next week. But but I'm happy, you know, we're doing a little practice run and shit. Facebook page live now. Go like it. Views from the chair podcast. 40 likes and counting. And one day. It's up and it's stuck, right, boys? (laughs) It's up and it's stuck. Dogs in four or five hours, you feel me? It's just growing. It's just growing. And I want to shout out my uh, my friend Turtle, who told me last week she was a faithful listener. I uh, used to be a basketball manager, and me and John's never would have guessed. So shout out, shout to out Turtle. Let's go. I like turtles. Don't disrespect my man's turtle, dog. No, it's not a joke. It's a funny video. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, I like turtles. Yeah, the zombie boy. Yeah, you clever as shit. Blah, <laughs> yeah, y'all see the Texas. Uh, <laughs> now, Plock, honestly, I was listening back to a lot of these joints, and I'm going to try to stop being like uh, as mean to you. Oh. Because I'll be trying to do a funny. <laughs> I'll be trying to do a funny, but it, it comes off like, I think people that don't know us like that will probably think I'm being like kind of a dick, and it's more of like a friendly banter. So I'm going to try and show. Wow. You know, I, I just I feel really honored and touched like you're seeing my light right now. And I just appreciate that from you. Having a real bonding bro. moment on the podcast. <laughs> you making it hard to be nice to you. <laughs> you making it challenging. No, I told y'all last episode, I had somebody that was like, yo, Dylan is mean as shit to you. I was like, wait, I'm mean back though. You heard me? Yeah. I get my swings in too, pussy. <laughs> you heard me whisper, whisper under my breath. <laughs> Should be sweet out here. I told him he was damaged. <laughs> yeah, but y'all don't realize I'm fucking him up with the therapy. <laughs> I've been mad depressed since we started this. Flock knows what he's doing. <laughs> I was so happy before we started this pod talking. He's just tearing me down. <laughs> it's a slow burn. Week by week, I'm breaking <laughs> murder by pod <laughs> Yo, y'all see that texas shit though yeah hey, this shit crazy bro we back back to normal trips this summer john you going to texas? texas nah well texas and mississippi and the mass mandates and they allowing 100 percent capacity do y'all think states are going to follow what they doing and is it a good or a bad thing is Mississippi like what? What cities in Mississippi? That's cool. Yeah, you got me beat. What's Mississippi yeah. capital? <laughs> Can't call it. I've always wanted to check out Houston, though. I feel like Houston's pretty swaggy. I've heard good things. Mad cultural. Was thinking about moving out there as well. So I, I might give that shit a visit. Uh, give it a go. Is states gonna follow? Yes, hundred percent. All the southern states are gonna follow quick. Florida uh, next. And if the southern states follow, and shit like it. Here's the thing, bro. People are so sick of COVID that if like if this shit like when they open, if mad people don't fucking die and if it's not mad people that are like 50 and under, then people aren't going to give a fuck regardless. 
So if this shit opens and the cases spike and like two times the amount of old people die or sickly people die, and I'm not trying to be like not sensitive to that shit, but if like two times the amount of old people and sickly people die in them states and it's wide open, people are not going to give a fuck, dog. So other states is going to follow. And then the northern states and the, the western states are going to have a lot more pressure on them. You feel me to open up? So yeah, I think that shit is the start of getting back. Let's open back, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Because I saw even some statistics that said that states that were open earlier, like Florida, didn't have much worse stats and data than states that stayed closed. Mm. Like it didn't make the the biggest difference. And I think even though one person to me is a good enough difference to a lot of people, they're not going to care. They're going to say, fuck it. We want to mm-hmm. be open. We're ready to go. Yeah. Because even my friends in Atlanta was saying like the hospitals was getting kind of crazy, but it wasn't like they've been open forever. I thought it was going to be like outlandishly different in comparison to Philly. And it was really not. So we're a year or so into this and they got the vaccine that's supposed to be available to like all adults by like mid-May or mid-June or whenever the fuck it is. Motherfuckers don't care, bro. It's just the start to the domino effect of the COVID. We out. Everybody good. I think it's a good thing for the businesses too. Small businesses, especially the the ones that got shut down. Like, I mean, it's been, like you said, a year. And I couldn't imagine the amount of money they lost. And I don't even know if they can recoup the money they lost. But it's definitely the a good ones, thing for them. The ones that did survive, I, I was watching, uh, like, it was some funny shit on Twitter when this shit first started happening. Like, probably like a month or, like, three or four months into the quarantine when they said uh, it's going to be like they're rolling 60s all over again or rolling 40s or whatever the fuck it was after the Great Depression. Cause you know, after the Great Depression, how everybody was in like fucking eight piece suits and top hats to go to the grocery store. <laughs> so that's how we're gonna be pulling up to the clubs, and that's facts, dog. Once this shit is wide open, and we can go to day parties and shit, I'm throwing fits on. You feel Best me? Outfits ever. <laughs> I'm throwing fucking fits on, cause get this last stemmy in, go to Foot Locker, get yeah. some ninety five. Oh my god. <laughs> or are Come we on. in for the best summer of all time this this summer? If none of us died in year, <laughs> <laughs> if none of us died in year, bro, hopefully the flights stay kind of cheap. I'm ready to have fun, bro. I'm yeah. ready to have fun, safe yeah. fun, safe fun. Either the f- flights are gonna stay cheap or them shits are gonna sky fucking rocket. Cause demand, they can charge what they want. Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing about that is, Jake, that because people were so like anti-trusting of public transit and uh, flights trains and whatnot a shit ton of people actually bought used and new cars over the pandemic because they didn't want to rely on public transportation so i don't necessarily think that the price is going to influx that much mm. <clears throat> is jake like a microaggression <laughs> nah bro that's just like when i throw on my voicemail voice to go into like more serious or like influential shit or like a lot of information like i gotta go full in you feel me mm. Okay. So if I was talking to you in a board boardroom, I wouldn't call you Flocka. I got that you. That would throw me off. I can't. You feel me? Because I sent you, you like a screenshot yesterday how I feel about people saying, hey, Jake, all polite like that. It feels passive aggressive to me. Well, I'm never texting my mans with a fucking, uh, hey, John, hyphen, space, comma, <laughs> what are you doing on Tuesday? <laughs> I'm not texting my folks like it's a letter, dog. That's That's not how I'm going. But nah, I'm I'm mad excited for this summer. I, I hope everything doesn't backfire and we're not stuck in the COVID and shit does start to open up and I hope the economy booms. Not that it's going to benefit my job at all. 
but I do hope the economy booms and shit and people start going crazy and I want to go on a cruise or some shit fuck with some bitches and get fly that's it fuck with some girls John what are you going to do if they open back up you going all out I don't know about all out I definitely want to take some trips though I mean I don't don't remember the last time I touched some sand man for me (laughs) I need to be by some water for real so it's been a minute because if I'm not getting my belly tatted and I don't have my shirt off at the motherfucking beach with a belly tat and two bottles posting a wild Insta video this summer, I'm fucking pussy. I'm ready to have a time. I'm already planning my 30th trip. I'm out. Damn. Where are you going? Don't even worry about that, bro. You're not invited. That's cool. I don't know. Wait, how long was <laughs> that, that lasted? Maybe 12 minutes? <laughs> My yeah. bad, bro. I mean, when when I get more details, I'll shoot you an invite. See if you can. You probably won't. I, I won't. Like, when do you feel comfortable letting somebody watch a kid long term? Like a few days. Ooh. At what age? So uh, I don't think you're gonna be ready for that. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. You I don't. I don't think that'll happen that. anytime soon. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that though. I know it's some one of my friends got uh, a five year old now, and they've never been out without their baby they just don't trust people to watch it yeah it's kind of nerve-wracking like it seems like shit could happen so easily yeah shit crazy where that some they could get injured or hurt super easy. and i think it's like a uh what's that what would that be called like a dependency thing where you work so hard to get them just so far and now it feels like yeah, that could be squandered uh, today, they said wait till next week. Yeah, my, my bad. Yeah, I forgot to hit you back. Uh, what's it called? Bree said, Yo, snakes. Are we supposed um, to be live? Yeah, I thought it was going live earlier. <laughs> Have you guys seen that <laughs> show should. Behind Her Eyes? <laughs> no, what's that? No, it's uh. It, basically my question is it is like if you guys were to be able to like switch bodies with a man or a woman would you switch to a man or a woman like if you if you could like take your soul out of your body and you could switch over to another person would you switch to a another dude or a woman so you want that trans shit again dog huh? i think i'm gonna just stay myself you don't got the choice to stay yourself like if you had the ability, fuck on that train, <laughs> bro. Leave that in last week. God damn, we can't get away from this shit. <laughs> Imagine if you had the ability, to like take your soul out of your body. Pause. If happens. Yes. And switch it to somebody else. I think I would be Jeff Bezos. You'd be Jeff Bezos. Not because he's rich, but because I wonder. Like, I'd like to see how he feels to have like unlimited resources. Mm. So you like if that's see like it... really like if that's like if that's the peak of like because you know most people's dreams are like yeah if i had unlimited resource i could do whatever i want like that would be ideal i could help whoever i wanted i could help all my family i could take trips if i feel like i want to go play basketball I'll go to the outside court in motherfucking jamaica i want to go jet ski i want to go skiing whatever you feel me so like I, i'm real curious to see what his like his fucking like his sorrows are mm. his sorrow he has you want to see the sorrows yeah, I want to like see it. what makes him sad. <laughs> That's I super do. dill. Like, I want to see what makes you sad. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Can he still be dill, though, if it was his soul? 
that's what I'm wondering. Like, if it's your soul inside of another body of another dude. What was that one movie where, like, they went inside of somebody, paused, they went through, like, a door, and, like, they basically was, like, looking through their eyes and, like, hearing how they thought and shit? It was a movie in, like, the 90s. Freaky Friday. Is it a pause if you switch bodies with another dude? It wasn't a pause, bro. I said they went inside him, so that was, like, pause. Oh, okay. Is it a pause to switch uh, bodies with another dude? If you want some gay shit, <laughs> like, like, like what you call check his meat out as soon as you do. <laughs> Let me see what I'm working with now. <laughs> Wait, w- would you get one jerk off in as Jeff Bezos just to see what that looks like? I don't know. If I was Jeff Bezos, I don't think I'm jerking off, bro. I think I'm knocking some crazy shit down. Yeah. For sure. I'm probably knocking some crazy shit down. See see who Jeff I probably pushed the limit to see what like what what type of power Jeff Bezos got? Like hit hit Rihanna DMs, like you. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Yeah, he trying to fly up. Like, see if he really got that kind of pool. You feel me? John, I know Jeff Bezos got Keisha Cole pool. And I'm not gonna fucking say Keisha Cole. <laughs> you think Jeff Bezos knocked on Keisha Cole? He good for sure. <laughs> That's a mad awkward <laughs> combo. No, it's not. You try, you, you try and see the top of the world? <laughs> What's up? You want to go platinum? Send me your fucking Amazon link. <laughs> oh, shit. I was also talking to uh, one of my guys the other day. Like, why when we were young was, like, girls having that hair that stayed wet all day, like, just have you thirsty? You remember when girls used to have the hair that they would style it in a way that looked like it was wet all day? Yeah, like, how is that had little... If a girl has one, <laughs> you remember they had the little baby hair in the front. They would gel down. He said a lot of that shit. Remember, they still got that shit. Do they? Yeah. Why does the baby hair do it? What what's what is it about the baby hair that does it? I, don't know, I guess the look shit. The same reason you like that wet shit. <laughs> you like that wet shit, dude. Yeah, all day wet. That, that fucking what is that? Wait, like back in high school, y'all wasn't about that? Like when the girl would have the hair, like all girls had that hair that they would put something in it and it looked like it was wet all day. Different hair textures, bro. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know too many black girls that had the wet hair. Yeah, the, I don't know the wet and wavy. <laughs> that shit wasn't around like You've that. seen it. You've seen it. You just ain't, ain't recognizing it. Yeah. Or, or, when the, or when the girls had the... Uh, they would purposely have the thong outside of their jeans and you would see it through the back of the chair. I never fucked with that look, bro. I thought that shit was trashy. I don't know what's crazy. I didn't really see too many thongs, but we our, our school did ass crack. I don't know what that was. I don't know if that was on <laughs> purpose or not. Ass crack, but it was just bro. ass. I, I, that, I was kind of wild for real. Like, I don't know yeah, if that John's was on purpose. definitely used to have a ass crack. Or they crack just used crack. to just have it out, but that shit was crazy. crack. <laughs> like, like it was the thing. Was- I know them Jones was lotioning the fuck out of their ass before they went to school too. About to <laughs> show they crap. Too many ashes asses, but they had their ass out. They had their ass out, bro. That was kept, bro. Real shit. They had their ass out, and it was never ashy, dog. They knew what they was no. doing. Because that's back when the low rise jeans was real popping. You feel me? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if they was free balling or what. I, I hope they wasn't free balling denim. That shit would probably be uncomfortable. You know, well, I didn't want to. You don't want to see me if I peeped the thong through the back of the chair. <sighs> My class was ruined. 
He was on some McLovin shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, he did not just call my man McLovin. <laughs> I, I never really fuck with the thong popping out, bro. I thought that shit was a trashy look. Like, come on, yeah. What you doing, I haven't really yeah? seen it. Like, nah, the the ass crack? That's Alex like some movie shit. Nah, they, Dwight Jones had that shit. Definitely was letting that shit pop out. Thongs is corny for real. Nah, you really? Bugging. You bugging. I don't really like thongs. You bugging. You like the granny panties up to the high waisters? What the fuck? Yeah. Yep. Yeah? You go for that? Yeah. Slip pull down? That's my shit. Yeah. Nah, Droopy I, ass I like panties? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> I tried to start off with those clowning <laughs> men and y'all turn it to clowning women. Right away, what is wrong with y'all? Oh, you. You always do this, bro. You you line us up for some shit. <laughs> nah, what's it called? Uh, yeah, but COVID opening shit back up. <laughs> <laughs> how do we even get here? <laughs> I don't know how the fuck we got here, yo. That shit crazy. So I saw um a couple of those YT people tweets that y'all were talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. The whites. Yeah, them shits are hilarious. Them shits are white people. I saw one, this lady, I guess she was working at a doctor's office and some white guy that she considered her friend and like a good coworker said the n-word and uh, baked a pass out oh he i saw that tweet a whole seizure <laughs> <laughs> woke up they called the paramedics and dude was like oh i passed out i don't remember what happened T- fill me in I don't remember. That's mad funny. Yeah, like that's mad funny. Like you really know you fucked up when you fake a whole seizure and pass out. And they call it paramedics. I respect that. Because it's like, what what you gonna do to get out of that shit? (laughs) That shit all the way. Y'all ever seen like some uncomfortable shit in the workplace? Where like you know it's racist and like the person that's doing it, like you like they don't even get that shit, bro. Like I had like uh this this girl I work with, it was my boss at the time, and she meant nothing by it. Like I, I fucked with her, but she walked up to her and said, "My uh, friend had just got her hair done and shit, and she had like her hair out." You feel me? And she was like, "Oh my god, you look just like like Zendaya," and she touched her hair. And I'm like, mm. oh, "Come on, yo!" Mm. And the one lady, and it was like two times in one week too, because she just got her hair done. She's like, "Oh my god, your hair got so long." I'm like. Come on, yo, y'all are wild. Cringeworthy. Come on, yo. You can't even. I'm in the corner like, yo, you good, yo. (laughs) You want me to say something to him? (laughs) Yo, you want me to say something to him, yo? Like, they don't know no better. I had to say something to a coworker one time because I was in my office and she walked by with the client and she was like, oh my gosh, your hair is so pretty. Can I touch it? And I was like, hey. No, you can't say that to no. people. Like it's not yeah. a zoo. You can't ask people to touch them. Do people do people just regularly touch people's hair though? Like is that a thing? I think white girls like touch each other's hairs. Oh, okay. I think I think that's a thing. This I like think... my lady this lady literally came up and twirled the girl's hair. Oh her hair looks so great. I'm like, ew, yo, yo, you wildin' yo. What did Chim- the girl say? She was like, you could tell she was uncomfortable, but she was like, yo, like, what am I gonna do? Like, I'm in On work. Some workplace shit, yeah. Yeah, I'm in work, and this is my superior. Hello. Oh, that's even worse. So what am I gonna do? Spaz on her? Some HR shit. Yeah, ruin <laughs> yeah. your job. We don't got HR. Oh so. damn. You don't have HR at your job? Mm-mm. It's outsourced. 
Damn. Yeah. That makes it kind of crazy. Yeah, you saw uh you saw how Instagram took the likes away for thirty seconds? And motherfuckers put in a panic, so they released a, uh, released a fake statement like psycho didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> Instagram like, shit. <laughs> oh my bad, yo. We wasn't really doing that. That was some cap shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, dog. <laughs> motherfuckers must have been spazzing at that shit. They had to be. I want mm-hmm. I seen that shit. That shit looked crazy. It did look crazy. Just to say random person likes and others. I'm like, oh, yeah, they really like took these likes. shits away. <laughs> Is, do you think that'd be good for? I was about to say, do you think that'd be good for society though? I no. do. I thought yes. I thought it was all positive until I talked to one friend. He gave me a different perspective. I forgot to text him back, but he gave me a different perspective on it. But on the aspect of like, yes, yes, it would be good because like we need to take like the emphasis on like how many likes you can get as a success for like what like your life is like these like. I, I want to say kids, but like people in general are looking like, yo, if I don't get this amount of likes, I don't look that good today. Or like my trip wasn't that popping. It's like, yeah, like fucking post your fucking pic, dog. When Instagram mm. first started, we was posting bullshit, dog. Motherfuckers didn't care if you got 10 likes, dog. We was posting nut ass fucking sunsets and bullshit. I was dog. posting like, food. I was posting vitamin water with a Drake lyric under. I was posting dumbass yeah, shit. Like, Dutchies <laughs> talking about it's loud time. Like, nobody cared back then. Nobody like, cared. You see, like, the average time spent on Insta and like the average phone drawn and like all this emphasis and you're like, yeah, like it's not that deep. Yeah, this shit's supposed to be like a, this social media shit was all created so you could keep in touch with people easier. It's not supposed to be your life, yeah. But I did have an interesting take I think uh, my friend gave me and I think Flocka could probably expound on that. Yeah, I, I would hate to be that friend who didn't get the text back. That would really suck. So I, I think it's nice that, you know, we, we think that... <laughs> bad, yeah, I don't care I go to bed at like 9pm on non-pod nights um, I started taking melatonin dogs I'll, I'll be asleep early <laughs> why do you take melatonin I, I've been having trouble sleep the last couple of weeks so I started taking it again oh really say more no, uh, we're good we'll talk about <laughs> so yeah I, I think it's nice to tell ourselves that Instagram really cares about our mental health and they're looking out for the youth and and then making it so we don't focus so much on getting validation. I, I, I think that'd be great, but I think there's a little too much money in it for them to do that. Um, they're going to put shit like likes behind a paywall and that now they have more control over our data and they know who's getting the likes. They can make sure certain people that purchase certain things get promoted. Uh, it might be, I think you might have said it might be geared more towards shopping. Somebody said that to me. Um, and I just think there's a con behind it. I, they, they wouldn't. I don't yeah. think they would do that just for our health. Yeah, more or less. I was talking to you last night uh, about something else, and and you reminded me of a video I watched or an interview I watched a while ago. And I I do think that like shit kind of does take the power away from the influencers when yeah. so many people are getting paid off being an influencer. How are you going to make now, it if now? You can't, but isn't this fucked up that we were dictating on who the popular and cool people were by the amount of likes they got definitely definitely but that was at least getting a lot of people uh to have money yeah i think if your motivation is let's get rid of the likes because we're gonna we're gonna hide it behind 
basically a mental health thing, but realistically what we want to do is take away the influencers. So people have to pay us to, to advertise through social media ads, which is basically just pop-up ads, sponsored ads. And, and if you know anything about ads, sponsored ads aren't effective at all. Like the organic influencer ads are 15 times more effective than sponsored ads. So people, if, if you're a big business or a big company, you're going to run to the influencers nine times out of nine before you ever do a sponsored ad. Yeah. So, I mean, it does make sense business-wise if you're Instagram trying to make some money. And, and this but does that mean it's a bad move? I think people are going to go to another streaming platform to do the same thing. Like what, what's say something like a TikTok doesn't take over. And we already know that they're doing the similar thing on TikTok that they're doing on Instagram, where you have influencers, people making trash ass, old ass songs popular just to get more sales. Like there's going to be a way around it. It just kind of sucks for the people that have made money off Instagram. Is Instagram's plan to eventually eliminate the light though? Like to not show it? Is that the eventual plan? Yeah. I mean, that's what my Canadian buddy said they've been doing for the last three weeks, four weeks, because they so just I'm, don't show likes. I wonder why they will put the like back if that's the plan anyways. I'll cry probably. I mean, do you think people are going to stop using Instagram if they take likes away though? How fucked up would that be if they do though? If they take likes away? Like, you know, if Instagram dies because people took the likes away, like doesn't that kind of show how sick we are? <laughs> yeah. Like just like, and it's not even like they're taking the likes away. Like you could still technically, yeah, you could still technically see. Like if you want to, you can scroll through and count them bitches up if you want. (laughs) Yeah, like you're that upset that other people can't see the amount of likes you get. That's kind of sick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like that's that's pretty fucked up. Like other people can't see how cool everybody else thinks I am. So go ahead. Your business though needs those likes because we flock to businesses like we flock to businesses that we know other people like do we yeah i mean nike like yeah, Adidas. for sure yes that's... we've always been in the influencer market i mean that's why jordan did so well with nike i, I haven't michael jordan but the basically... shoe is actually good we know when a jordan yeah, is bro, trash. But michael jordan if he wasn't dominant would the shoe like Michael Jordan basically made Nike? It was okay, but what made an Air Force company. One? Why you like an Air Force One? It ain't because of specific person. But that's after Nike was already cool. Yeah, Michael Jordan I don't made Nike's can, cool. I don't think you can tell me one thing that you like that you don't like because it represents an ideal image to you. A PlayStation. Yeah, you're gonna you lose lo- me on this one. What? You're gonna lose me on this, but God. I mean, why do you like why do you like PlayStation? To play the game. <laughs> and why it's do you like because somebody else has it though? And and but why do you like to play the game? Because it's fun. <laughs> why why is it fun to you? Now we this is just like like you sound like uh what's my man named Larry King now? Like you asking the why question. Mm-hmm. You can ask why for everything, but it's fun. Like that's the answer. Games is fun. Right. And how did you learn that that are we talking Madden? Like, let's just say Madden. We could go Madden. Yeah, sure. Why is Madden or football fun to you? Because I played it and I understand it. Okay. So, and, under- uh, yeah. So like if nobody else understood Madden, right. If, if there's, you play football with tons of people and it has memories attached to probably when you've played football in the past and mm-hmm. you play football with your friends and you probably play Madden online with your friends. 
Like it, it has to do with the group. But it's also a decent game. There's also trash games that I don't play. Right. And it's not because like, all right, so a video game influencer could play a certain game. Like say Fortnite. Fortnite, all these people promoting Fortnite, blah, blah, blah. I have no Never. interest. Exactly. I have no interest in playing that game. No, Same. no person's about to make me play it. If I played a game, I tried it. I'm like, oh, this shit's I played trash. It a few times. I'm not playing it. I played it one it's time. Not and it's for not, me. not yeah, it's just not fun for me at least. Not for me. Yeah. It didn't have the meaning that Fortnite has to other people where they play it with their friends and their community. Like Madden means more to your circle and has de- you've developed memories with it. But I also could play Warzone though, which is a similar game but a more realistic, I guess, setting. Okay. Tell me more so, about that. So so like I don't I don't see how like uh an influencer could make me want to play something. Well, I'm not saying the influencer specifically. I'm saying there's something that it, it kind of has some tie into your life, whether that's your friends or you've, you've played it in your childhood or you can talk about it with somebody. There, there's always some connection to other people and everything that we do, whether it's like the style that we all wear. So we know? don't do anything for ourselves. No, I'm not saying that. It can still be for yourself. I'm just saying that we like things not in a vacuum. There's not too many things that I can think of that we like that it has nothing to do with anyone else or any other scenario. Just draw my chair. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know. Cause I mean, you could go down the whole, like I could say, I like Jordans. You would say I like Jordans because of Jordan though. Yeah. But there are Jordans I don't like. Like there are ugly Jordans to me. So it's not like I just like it because people wear this shit. Right. But I, I, I would be willing to bet that that style of Jordan that you like, mm-hmm. it represents an ideal or an image of a person that you're a fan of, right? Like team Jordans. We all know about team Jordans mm-hmm. and they seem whack, right? I, I, anytime I think of team Jordan, I think it's crazy because of- team Jordans used to be okay to hooping, but now this is, you can't even it used to be all right in like fifth grade, yeah. fourth grade, so wear a Jordan, but only on the teams. basketball court, but there was some fire team yeah. Jordans. They had there. Like you could get them Jones off back yeah. in the day. Not no more though. And then he was calling them jump mans. Even like uh, the style of clothes that we wear. N- most of us aren't like ahead of the time. We, we kind of pick up on the style as it heads as it gets more popular or you stay with a style yeah i feel like you find a style you're comfortable with and stay with it like if you like air force one jordans then you just stay with it it don't matter that's what you stay with yeah would you rather get one all right two random questions real quick i just want to get these off would you get rather get one random girl pregnant right now or five girls you like pregnant when you're 50 oh shit well, one right now would be pretty terrible for me. <laughs> I well, 50, what do you plan on getting a divorce? I feel like that would be pretty bad, too. At 50. Damn. Five kids at once? That's yeah. what I'm saying, bro. So one random John right now or five you like at 50? It's like five girls you probably knew your whole time. You set you set for life at 50, though? I don't know, bro. You tell me how you're going to be at 50. I'm not a fortune teller. This fucking guy. How how <laughs> pregnant is she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It took me a while. <laughs> All right, no answers on that? Y'all don't got new answers for that? That's so no? random. All right. What Is it like the next lose? day? Wait, well, <laughs> she's like five, six months pregnant, Doug. Oh. I'll she's probably take the board. one. Just yeah. work it out? I'm yeah, probably going to take, take the one. Right yeah. yeah, I'll take one right now. All right. What would you rather lose? Eight inches off your height or one inches off your dick? <laughs> I knew that shit was good. It's his favorite question. He's been asking this since like 11th grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the one inch, yo. Because <laughs> I can afford it, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, you know, eight inches is kind of short. So I'm, I'm going to grow with flock. Like, we're going to have to just, yeah, yeah. I guess the one. Yeah, we're going to have to go with the one. Yeah, I, I can't afford to lose eight inches of height. Eight inches of height. Shit. Eight inches of height, I'd be five, what, six? I thought you'd be like four, three. Five, four. What was that? I thought you'd be like four, three. Bro, I'm taller than you. I don't understand why you like, like, obviously taller than you. But anyway. That's funny as shit. Wait, I didn't hear John's answer for either one. No, I went with the one. No, I said he take one inch. I can't do eight inches. Of height. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, I cut my meat a bit. Fucking fifty. That's fucked up. But I guess yeah, the I one random one. now. I take the one random now. You can make it work, I guess. I'm kind of hoping for the one random now. Sorry. This fucking guy. <laughs> That's why right. I asked the question. He had to make sure we was on the same page, Flop. Any ladies listening. Yeah, right. <laughs> had to make sure we ain't look at him crazy and shit. We got mad girl <laughs> listeners. I didn't realize. That shit's weird. I, I was thinking the other day, like, if I don't hear her say, oh, my God, in the first 15 seconds, I'm just going to pull out and abort mission. Like. Damn. You know, if, if there's no like expression of that shit's impressive. Mission, that's weird verbiage. Huh? Huh? Why? <laughs> I was gonna say I can relate, but <laughs> then you'd have to stop yourself from. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, shit, crazy out here. Yo, COVID getting wild. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all want to do some unblending? What's unblending? So unblending is based around the idea that we all have different parts and different versions of ourselves that are normally blended together and we're acting as one. But when we take a second, we can kind of separate them and see how we have different parts. Yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, bud. <clears throat> All right. So, you know, I was telling y'all earlier about how we're all like an iPhone. And this iPhone that we are has different apps. And the apps all have different purposes. Some of the apps that we have are for preventing bad things that happen to us. Some of the apps that we have are for reacting to bad things that happen to us or just reacting to things that happen to us. And then other apps that we have are for carrying the suffering and pain 
of the things that happen to us. And the whole purpose behind unblending is so we can hit the home screen and remove ourselves from being the app. Because when we spend too much time being the app is when we start to feel depressed, anxious, sad, guilty, unworthy, um, maybe have some obsessive thoughts or experience shame. And while they're playing a role and we need them sometimes to help us get through tough times and to help us prevent tough times, more tough times from happening, when we spend too much time doing that is when we start to feel pretty poorly and feel unhappy. So before we can kind of get to those specific apps, we got to unblend. So do you guys want to do it like maybe all three of us working to do unblending at the same time or should we just do it like one person at a time? We could do this as a group. As a group? A little group sex? Um, so, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got to lighten the mood. Um, so, unblending. Like, Dylan, do you remember a few few pods ago when we were talking and I kind of kept saying, so that's one part of you? And then you would say, share something else. And I'd be like, okay, well, that's another part. And then I would mm -hmm. say like, so this part of you wants to do this and this part of you wants to do that. Yeah. You remember that? Yes. So that's kind of like the beginning of unblending where we're trying to recognize these different sides of us that want to do different things. So let's start with like, can you guys recognize how you're different with your mom than you are maybe with your best friend no i'm the same man. the same okay this this won't work if yeah i'm definitely not probably not talking about the same shit okay what's different i might not be talking about the same shit but i got the same personality sure yeah what, what what's different john between mom and friend I mean, just to basically like the topics that I'm gonna talk about. Like, I'm not about to talk about basketball with my mom. I'm not about to talk about, uh, probably not about to talk about relationship with her either. Relationship situations. Um, Same. All right, John's got uh, a point. He's right. Uh, if if something was going on at work, I probably wouldn't talk about that with her. Um, I don't know. It's like, just I don't know. It's like a. Mm, so relationships, basketball, or sports in general, just this thing like music, like music, just the regular everyday stuff that friends talk about, like anything that's not yeah. positive. I'm not talking to my mom about. Yeah. Okay. So you guys can both agree on that. I could agree with that as well. So let, let's start there. Like we're going to share positive things with mom. We're going to try to be in a good place. We're not going to try to bring her the negative, maybe add more stress or worry about is that for, what is that for you guys? Not wanting her to worry more about you. Can you tell me what you think your intention is there? Yeah, I think mom, I think moms in general, and I'm not going to say everybody's mom, but I think moms already are just worrisome. Yeah, so, they're stressful enough. Yeah, they see the littlest shit and run with it. They're like, yeah, yeah, relax. There's no point in just adding on. And then they thinking about, you might say something's wrong, but it might be light to you but they're thinking about it 24 7 like mm -hmm. i hope he's okay and it's really not even a big deal you just said it to her yeah that's not even that deep yeah she's just worried about it so it's like not even bother to have her thinking something's wrong okay 
So say this in whatever way is correct for y'all. Um, I worry and make sure I am concerned or aware of how much mom is worrying about me. You lost me. Yeah. Is that a fair synopsis of what you guys are saying you do with mom? I'm you say I'm I worry, and then I'm not worried about it. I just don't want her to worry, period. Okay. But I'm not yeah. worried about her worrying. You don't want, yeah. so you don't want mom to worry about how much. I knowingly guard her from anything that could worry her. Okay, so kind of like a protection. Yeah. Right, kind of protecting mom. So there's there's one part now tell me about the part that comes out with your friends is it are you that same protective mindset when you're with your mom no okay what what is coming out with your friends uh what, what do you mean like what's coming out how are you different with your friends than you are with your I mom i get what you're saying here Bro, your friends aren't necessarily going to overreact a little shit. I could call John or, or whoever and say, yeah, work was on some nut ass shit today. And they'd be like, oh, really? What's up? Blah, blah. And you tell them and they'd be like, oh, yeah, that shit happened, bro. Motherfuckers have bad days at work. They're not going to overreact to that shit and be mad, fucking stressed out about it and hope everything's good. And then ask you about it five days later, like, hey, is everything good? With Like, nah, motherfuckers going to listen to that shit, keep it pushing, and say, yeah, it should be crazy. And then you on to the next joint. Okay. So what, how would you describe the part of you that comes out when you're around your friends? You're losing me on that shit, bro. <laughs> ask like, ask, it's ask all... questions. The, this works better when it's not me asking. I'm confused on where you're going with this, bro. Like I said, the, the difference between, like it's an obvious difference between, yeah, you don't tell your mom certain shit because you want to guard her from any kind of unhappiness that you can give, especially if you know your mom's personality and she's a worrier, like most moms are naturally. As a friend, you're not necessarily like, you're... You, you are more comfortable about talking about slight shit because they're not going to overreact to that shit. They're not going to be like, oh, damn, Dill had a bad Tuesday or he lost his sale. Ah, oh, the world's ending or I hope he's okay. I need to coddle him. Now nah, it's going to be like, damn, Dill had a bad sale. Let's go hoop or some shit. You feel me? Or let's crack a joke, yo, but did you listen to that CD? You feel me? Or you heard that song or whatnot? You find said the CD, but yeah. like okay. It's different with friends because you're not worried about catering to them or, or coddling how they feel about shit. Okay. And then what about the part that comes out while you're at work? What's different about that version of Dill and John than the one that's worrying and the one that's maybe more relaxed? What What's different about that one? Shit, I ain't really a talker at work. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> showing emotions like that at yeah, work. Me neither. Okay. But I'm not really around people that much. I'm around people maybe like an hour out of my day at work. I'm not okay. around people a lot, but now, but I used to be. But it's nobody business at work. How the fuck I'm feeling? And that's how so I that's feel how I play. Yeah. But also, yeah. like for real, for real, bro. I'm not like also. I'm not too guarded and shit. I usually let people know. Like, there's a fine line at work, but like I let them all fucking know. Like if they get on my nerves or like it, like if I think some shit, some nut shit. But I also feel like a job's just a job, though. Like. I was, Okay, so would it be fair to say that there's almost more of a detached style at work? Like you're kind of more focused on your 
business and you're focused on what you've got to get done and less about yeah, it's like, yo, I'm here to get some bread, bro. I'm not here to have, be buddy, buddy. If I make friends, that's what's up. Cause I got work friends and shit. If I make friends, that's what's up. That's an added benefit. But at the end of the day, like I'm not here to buddy, buddy with you motherfuckers. Like I'm here to get a check. That's, that's what I came here to do and shit. Okay. Would you say that's like, fair, John? Feel me. Yeah. And like I said, I'm really around people an hour, like max. So, at my job and then after an hour the rest of the day i'm on my own so i'm I'm really not around people so i don't even i don't even have time to fucking <laughs> unload on people so sure and i'm already standoffish in a way so just if okay. if you come over we could talk about what what happened in the game like oh you seen Harden drop 30 like we could talk about that i'm not about to go into my life with you though. okay so i'm gonna say another question that's going to sound probably use some different language than we're used to using here and feel free to ask me questions because this works better when it's more of a two-way and less of me trying to inquire into what's going on with y'all so my next question is um, we've identified these three different parts and how they're slightly different right the work part the one with friends the one with mom and they all seem to be in a good place for the most part. Um, can you guys think of a part that might need some attention from you guys? If these parts don't need attention, these ones feel good. What would be a part that might need some attention? A part of us that need attention? Yeah, like one of these different parts of you that come out in different scenarios that might need attention and I, and I can help clarify because I know that might not, not sound clear right away. One of the three that you named. Well, those three sound good, right? Mm-hmm. So a, maybe a different area of life. For example, you, could you name one? Could I name one? Yeah. Um, I would say there's a part of me that wants to make sure that M and I are still good, still experiencing each other in the romantic way. And I don't just mean sexually, just like in all ways while having had a child, right? Like that part of me that it feels that way towards Emily probably needs some attention. While my work part's probably good, my friend's part is probably good. That part might need some attention. Hmm. That's a good question. What you got, Dill? That's Fuck, Dylan's are you getting frustrated? Are you getting frustrated yet? <laughs> huh? Are you getting frustrated yet? Yeah. No, I'm I'm used to this taking hours, right? This this is what I yeah, spend my I know life. you get frustrated when you try to like cram some shit into like a, a short abbreviated John and then it's hard for me and John to pick up. It's hard, but if we want to take our time, we can definitely do that. I honestly I don't know how to answer any of this shit. Okay. Keep it above. I'm trying. I'm really trying to think. Uh, what he's basically saying, asking what? Because he's breaking it down into like what parts. Like, and I, I don't know like how you like it's like you're part of your personality or you're part of your life. Okay. But then you basically broke down my life. All right. You said work, friends, family. Okay. 
So let's take a step back. Honestly, this to me, this isn't strange. This is how therapy goes, where usually I present something, it doesn't sound right, it doesn't quite make sense, and we have to take it slow. This is why therapy takes years to do well um, and, it, and why it's kind of hard to put into a podcast. So let, let's focus on those parts that feel good, right? And I'm going to ask another question that sounds kind of strange. When we start to talk about who you are around your mom, can you guys tell me how you feel physically? Like, how would you describe your physical sensations when you're around your mom and you're wanting to be positive? What, what is that like physically? Are you any different than you are when you're playing basketball with your friends physically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm how not, you talk to That's how that shit go with your clients, bro? Sometimes, yeah. When this is foreign and brand new. How do y'all like... See, I would be frustrated with therapy with shit like this. Because I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck are you even talking? Like, yo, what are we talking about, bro? Like, how am I physically? What is that? Like, what am I going to get out of this? What, what Like, what's the end game? You feel me? But I'm impatient. So I'm like, yo, what, yeah. what's the end game of this whole? What's the end game of this whole cycle? You feel me? What do you get out of this exercise? If you were to check, take a second and check in with how you're feeling sensation wise right now as we're having this conversation, what do you notice? I'm getting a little angry, honestly, dog. Okay. See, I'm getting frustrated over here. And where are you noticing it? What do you mean? Like where in your body are you noticing the anger or the frustration? Which in my head, dog. In your head? Okay. What about if I ask you to like take a second and check in with how you, and like wiggle your fingers around Kind of wiggle your feet no, I around. I can't, dog. I'm, kick, I'm kicking my feet right now, dog, because I'm getting anxious just talking okay. to you. You feel me? My shoulders is propped up because I'm trying to, like, get you to get to the point about what you're saying. But I know it's a long process, so you can't. But now I'm more curious about, like, yeah, what the fuck does any of this have to do with anything? You feel me? So I wish you could just skip everything and be like, this is why I'm trying to get out of you to say this. You feel me? Right, but there's that's why not- I don't fuck with therapy because I feel like it's just one big mind game, dog. It's like a one big puzzle, but you try and get me to put the puzzle together. But I don't have patience for puzzles. I don't fuck with puzzles. You feel me? So honestly, there's no puzzle. Again. There's no puzzle that I'm trying to put together. I don't know anything right now. That's why I'm honestly asking questions. But what are you trying to find out? I'm not trying and to why? find out anything specific. I'm but trying. Why are you trying? Why are you asking these questions though? It's got to be a game plan behind it. So the game plan is to help check out of any of those apps that are activated. Like right now, when you're saying that you are feeling um, aggravated, when you're kicking your feet, when your shoulders are tense, that lets me know there is an app that you're in. Yeah. It's right. The fuck out of here, Faka app, dog. It's <laughs> just making me mad. Dog. <laughs> All right, no, I get it. I was just joking about that. My bad, floppy friendly and shit. No, that's so that's good. That's honestly, I I like that we can do this because that is exactly what therapy is like. A lot of times, when we so start you taking that little a little CNA, 
to see what's wrong, and then you're going to address the issues when you find out what's wrong. But it's basically a little flyer. So what well, if I come back and I say, yo, every part's perfect? Then where do you go? Well, I would say let's start over and let's reassess why you came to the session today. But you said in previous pods that some people just go to therapy because they can make their best life better. Right. So why did I would ask, why did you come to the session today? But is anybody living their perfect life? I, I, yeah, I feel is like there such thing as like an ultimate happiness. Oh, now I'm a therapist, dog. What's up, John? Where you at with it? I'm listening. I'm still tripping off of how do you feel when you around your mom? I'm I'm wondering where the correlation was when you said physical activity in your mom. I'm like, uh, I was I was a, a little curveball. It's like a focus, John. Like I feel fine around my mom and shit. It really depends on the That's subject we're talking about, though. Like sometimes I'll get tense around her. Like if something's bothering me and I'm around her, and I know something's bothering me, and I'm hitting her with like the whole fucking the whole cap john then yeah i'd be a little more tense like yeah everything good yeah what's up like and i feel myself tense up because i'm putting on a front about it but usually like it's more of a comfort john like i'm just mad comfortable and relaxed so and loose say, like when i'm around my mom like normally calm it's a funny it's just like a jokey you know what i'm saying okay so when i'm asking that question what i'm trying to help us long-term get to i'm telling you that question may take a whole hour in therapy to figure out mm -hmm. but what we're trying to do is get aware of the physical sensations that you're having when you're around different types of people there's this misconception that therapy is about showing people the facts and telling people that they are having a thought that is wrong and showing them a thought that is more based on reality than the thought that they're having but that is a huge misrepresentation of what therapy is because our thoughts aren't the problem thoughts. right thoughts Your are thoughts the problem aren't the pro well, all right so you say our thoughts aren't the problem but thoughts are the problem i was making a joke about because yeah uh, thoughts are the problem thoughts are the problem this fucking guy see me in therapy you joking what's going on well i only said it because dylan said thoughts of the problem so oh, okay. um yeah we the only the reason here and here's why we think our thoughts are the problem is because that's what we hear from other people we hear other people tell us their thoughts so we think that if that we think that because the way that i now know that you're not doing well is because i heard your thought so now i've got to fix that thought but just because you know that they're not doing well because of the cognitive thought that they're having doesn't mean that that's the actual issue. That's just what exposed you to their issue. Yeah. And you can't control your thoughts. I mean, you can't thoughts. control any thought. <laughs> oh man, thoughts, thoughts. You can't control your thoughts. Are they going to come to you regardless? Your thoughts are going to come to you regardless. Yes. Yep. It's our responsibility to decide which ones we hold on to. Yeah, so Vlock, you think serial killer Tom? Vlock would have joined every four pods. <laughs> you know, so I only said it because born serial killers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yo, so you think serial killers born serial killers, bro? Or like... <laughs> I told y'all y'all wouldn't be able to, or not really John, but Dill, that we wouldn't be able to handle it if we went to real therapy shit. Nah, we were fine with that, right? I handled that better than John. Dog, fuck out of here. I'm mad. really just, I'm really just listening and uh, trying to, like you said, just see the see the relationship between. The I think two. I'm too combative for uh, combative for therapy. I would literally be sitting there for hours just listening and asking. Like, I would be asking the therapist more questions than he asking me. Honestly, honestly, that's the perfect type of therapy. When the client asks more questions than that's I, that's all I would probably be doing is like asking, answering mm-hmm. in small increments, but definitely asking way more like questions. I'm well, definitely the type that, yeah. What questions would you ask? Like yeah. he said, like uh, when you just said, how do you feel physically? And I say, uh, say like you say, um, say you talk about a girl you like or something. You like how you feel around her. Of course. And like if you had said, Butterfly. like, cause you said basketball, how you feel playing basketball and how you feel around your mom. Like that's like, to me far fetched. Like exactly. it's like two way different feelings. And then you go to like, I don't know how you feel about, uh, going into a meeting about a promotion or getting a raise or some shit versus whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know. I would, I would yeah. just ask like shit like that. That's why I use those two extreme examples because we both, we all feel physically drastically different when we're playing basketball with our friends than we do mm-hmm. with our mom. Oh, okay. And, and mm-hmm. honestly, the, that's where the issue lies with a lot of us. And even more honestly with a lot of us men. Mm-hmm. We don't have any idea what's going on neck down, right? If I were to ask, you, if I were to ask you guys, where do you exist in your body? Mm-hmm. Where would you tell me that you exist? Probably ninety percent of us say in our head. In our head, right? But what we know is we're in the whole body equally. Mm-hmm. We we don't actually exist in the brain. We exist in every other place at the same percentage level, but we only know what's going on in our head. Got. And so we wonder why we have anxiety. Well, we're so fucking focused on our mind that mm-hmm. we have no idea what's going on in the rest of our body. Yeah, but the mind controls everything. So really, shouldn't we? You feel me? And that's debatable if the mind controls everything. I would tell you that if, that if you got shot in the stomach, your stomach's controlling everything. Well, your sensors are sending everything back to your mind, though. You feel me? So your mind's recognizing all that and telling the rest of your body how to react. Well, your your stomach is the one that's at the control at that point because that's where the pain's located. Your yeah, mind's it's only just control because you feel me. Your brain's telling you what to do. Your at at that point, the nerve endings in your stomach are what's hurting. Your mind is then hap- is then interpreting that pain and saying, "Fight back." You know how like turkeys or like chickens get their head cut off and they can still run around and shit. You think we could do that? No, I doubt it. Nah, because you need your brain, mm-hmm. dog. You feel me? Because that shit controls you, bro. I guess if we're chicken head. Ooh, finesse that win for Dill. Point for Dill. One oh. <laughs> My bad, Flop. Sorry. I was just thinking about that. That was a good John. My bad. So what what other questions would you have, John? Uh, is it bad to be in these apps the three apps 
it's unhelpful if we spend too much time there. And then I would say, all right, you say it's, it's unhelpful we spend too much time. How much is too much time? If you're spending more time in those apps, then you are spending time being curious, feeling calm, feeling connected, feeling confident, feeling courageous, uh, feeling creative or compassionate. Those are what we call the eight C's of internal family systems. And that's mm -hmm. how internal family systems says we identify the self. Whenever you're being one of those eight C's, you're being you. Whenever you're not, then you're in one of the apps. All right. So say that I'm in one of the, I'm, I'm saying preventing, I'm reacting or caring and suffering. But as soon as I feel like I'm doing one of those three things, I jump into, I'm like, all right, say I'm preventing or reacting to something. But then I go, man, let me just be compassionate about this. But I'm not spending no time reacting. Is that a bad thing? If you're spending time preventing that? If I'm not prevent, if I'm not spending time, uh, say I'm reacting or preventing something, and instead I jump into one of those eight that you just named, and also say being compassionate about something. But right after I feel like I'm preventing something, is that a bad thing? Hmm. Without spending any time preventing or reacting to something. Is yeah, I, I would say that if, if you're not spending much time preventing mm -hmm. or reacting and you're spending more time being compassionate or curious, then you're going to be feeling happier. Okay. Because if our life's dominated by, uh, if our life is dominated by reacting or responding or preventing, mm -hmm we're going to start feeling negative after a while. And shit, I would say that's me most of the time, just being curious about shit. So then that means you're spending more time in the self than you are in one of these apps. Mm -hmm. Another way that you can describe these apps is um, a firefighter, a store manager, and an exiled child you've got the and the main two to focus on are really the store manager who is somebody who focuses on is the store going to be good in the future and if we're spending a lot of time focusing on if the store is going to be good in the future we're not living in the now mm -hmm. the firefighter is somebody that's constantly responding in the moment to danger. Like you see a fire truck going down the street, it's causing havoc, it's loud, it's interrupting people, it's abrasive. If we're if we're constantly being a firefighter and just responding in those ways to our life, we're also not going to be feeling good because it's too chaotic. And and a lot of people that you know I meet with and just most most of a lot of us in everyday life that aren't feeling well are spending time either being the firefighter or the the store manager. So you being the store manager, how much like are you society tells us we should be thinking about our future. But you're telling us to live in it now. What would like is there a balance? Yeah, for sure. There's there's definitely a difference between planning for your future. Uh-huh. And living in the now, trusting that you're going to be making the decisions because you have the skills to plan for your future. 
right? Like if I live in the now, I can trust that I know how not to spend all my money tonight when I go mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. That's planning for my future. Okay. If I know if I live in the now and I work hard in my day job, that's planning for the future. Like you can live in the moment and also plan for the future at the same time. So say there's a, like a religious person is like having faith living in the now. There's a lot of studies that show that having faith um, actually improves mental health, whether mm-hmm. that's in like a religion or just in group of people or in your best friend mm-hmm. that for folks that don't have any type of faith, um, they have a harder time feeling well. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't have to be in a religion though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, Flock, I had a, a crazy panic attack. My bad on the last drone. I kind of zoned out a little bit. I had one too many glasses of wine. I haven't drank in a little while. I had a crazy panic attack this weekend, bro. That shit was fucked up. What happened? So anyway, so I, I was feeling a little iffy last week, and I forced myself through it, uh, which reminds me my golfing buddies wanted us to talk about seasonal depression, which I think I'm dealing with right now. Right, it's the end of the winter. We What's up with that? seasonal depression, Flock? What's going on with that? Tell me about it. Mm. What do you want to know about it? What is it? I don't understand. There's like mad different types of depression. It's like eight or nine different types. Yeah, there is. I always thought thought seasonal was like just like like some slang shit. Like, yeah, seasonal depression. You feel like like the blues. You feel like not a real John. But then I looked it up. It's like a real thing. Yeah, you're right. Um, There is lots of types of depression. And I think that's one of the hard things about determining if you have depression or not. But basically, seasonal affect disorder has a lot to do with um, a biochemical imbalance, like the chemicals in our brain. Um, And it has, it's mostly related to the hours in the day, and there being less sunlight during the fall, winter, early spring. Um, And so when we're going through these seasonal changes, um, there's usually a shift in our internal biological clock. And for some folks, we, we don't exactly know why that clock or the circadian rhythm can get out of step with how the actual daylight is um, and the world around them. And a lot of, for a lot of folks, that happens because they spend less time outside and less time with the lights on and the, and the blinds open. So like one of my friends was like, yeah, I got seasonal depression. So they flew to Florida last weekend. So that makes sense. Um, They're like, yeah, I'm about to go outside, get some sun and shit. Yeah, I think it's a great attempt. Um, And I could see that providing some relief for maybe a week or two hiatus. So what's the fix? Ultimately, you've, you know, when COVID started, mental health was saying, identify what your routine was before COVID and work to create one that's almost exactly the same during COVID. And that's kind of what we have to do for seasonal affective disorder, where you have to create a routine that's similar to what you're doing during the summer and make sure that you're still trying to do that during the winter. Hmm. Nice, man. Yeah. But for, for a lot of folks, that includes medication, though, because we can't always change these chemical imbalances just by changing behavior. Or medications for pussies. Um yeah, so I had this crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, my bad. Take that one back. Uh, I had a crazy. Um, 
anxiety attack on Saturday. That shit was fucked up. You feel me? So I woke up. I, Friday, I was feeling a little iffy. I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling as social as I usually do. You feel me? Usually, I want to get out the house and shit. I canceled my Saturday plans to go to brunch. I don't usually skip brunch. And then I went golfing. Golfing wasn't really that fun. Usually, golf's like, y'all got like a hobby you do, like to clear your head. Like, it feels like almost like meditation. Mm-hmm. Like, what's y'all doing? Uh, mine's is either running, playing video games, or playing basketball. Yeah, mine's probably either some type of sport, kicking it with friends, uh, working outside, maybe on the house with my leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> that brand new fucking store quantity, fucking <laughs> construction quality. Yep. <laughs> nah, but for real. Gasoline powered. <laughs> fucking 400 horsepower. <laughs> He's just <laughs> killing the ozone with that bitch. <laughs> Clean them yard up, bitch. Take that carry a grip, Bob. Crazy. <laughs> no, you dad crazy. So fucking uh, lying on his front. Everybody's dad's fucked up, man. It's alright. So no, what's it called? I really love golf, man. It's like my go-to. You feel me? It's like my meditation. Go out there. I put my phone down. Only time I pick it up is to take a golf video. You feel me? In golf, you really got to think about like your next shot the whole time. So you can't really like like get over your head. You feel me? You got to be like focused. It's always conversation with your friends and shit. So it slows everything down for me. I love golf. You feel me? Just like four hours of everything just slowed the fuck down. So I went golfing on Saturday. Tried to snap out of it. Still didn't feel too hot. Got done golf. I was like, man. Still feeling freaky, but fuck it. You feel me? That shit wasn't that fun. Got home, got in the shower. My brother hit me like seven times. It's like, yo, come over, come over, come over. Uh, my sister and my stepsister. So I slide over there. When I get over there, right, my brother passed out. He was too drunk. He already went to sleep. He gone. Done. So I get there, and they all like, yo, we going to the bar across the street. Like, as soon as I walked in. So that was a little, like, switch for me. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. So I pulled up to the joint and just sat in my car for like an hour and then dip. Because mm. you said that, I think you said last pod, you don't really like the change of plans. Nah, bro, I don't even like, I don't even be fucking with bars like that no more. But yeah, I just got there and I was like, man, do I really want to go in? Then I thought about it. Like, then I played with my phone for a bit. Then I tried to call some other people to see like, I could slide to my man's house across the street. He ain't answer, but we were supposed to get together. And then he finally, I went home. I talked it. It was just, it was just too much. You feel me? Mm. But it was weird because, like, if you know me, usually that's fine. Like, I bounce around. I pop in a two or three different joints, say what's up, chat it up with you for 35, and bounce to the next joint. You feel me? But that night, I was like, nah, I don't even want to go in. I was mad freaky, too, because they was calling me like, yeah, we here. We got drinks for you and everything. So just slide. And I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. But I was outside the whole time, like, being weird. You feel me? Literally, like, 15 minutes away. Them motherfuckers outside smoking cigarettes. Like, yo, pull up. I'm like, yeah, I pull up in a little. I got to meet my mans. Nope. Complete freak out. What was different about that time that made you react that way? My mood, bro. What was going on with your mood? I just didn't feel like being around that shit. You feel me? But you can force yourself out of that shit if you want to. But at the time, I was like, man, I'm not about to do it. Fuck it. So I just went home. I see. When the panic attack happened? That was my panic attack, bro. I was too overwhelmed to go inside. Okay. I got you. You feel me? 
my panic attack's not like a movie John where it's like grab a brown paper bag I mean I have done that before but that was when I was a kid it was more so like you get like an overwhelming feeling of like like fucking like uncertainty you feel me where it's like you're like what the fuck what's going on like you're like why am I feeling unnormal and shit mm. but I'm used to that shit because I had anxiety since I was a kid but sometimes it's like overwhelming it was overwhelming on Saturday And now I'm back. It's Wednesday. What do you notice as you talk about it? Hmm? What do you notice? I notice you two motherfuckers looking at me like I'm crazy, dog, and I don't like that. You're not looking at you like you're crazy. You're literally just listening, bro. That's that's what I'm noticing, dog. I don't like that shit. Um, You know, we know that when, for those of us who experience anxiety, there's this thing called hypervigilance like batman yeah where you're kind of super aware of danger and it doesn't have to be like obvious danger it can be just trying to really read into other people's facial expressions body language uh you know these like subconscious movements that others do and that's that's heightened during anxiety like you know i experience anxiety too and i know that when i'm around friends and i'm not sure what they're thinking i'm like really tuned into all their facial movements and body language and how they might be feeling trying to guess to try to make sure that I can say or do the right thing or, or I can kind of get ahead of what they're going to say or feel. Do, do you feel like that happens? Do you do like you get really tuned in, really zoned into other people or? Yeah, for sure, bro. I get mad defensive with my shit too. Cause I'm always like beat the punch. Like even just then I was just like, I got freaked out. And I had to take a deep breath and get back. But like I get mad defensive with my shit because I start noticing shit that I wouldn't notice before. And then it's basically like, man, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's not regular shit, like I'm mad at it. Like I get a mad like attitude with shit or like, yeah, like, man, eat a dick, like off random shit. Or like if I'm at the bar and I like I don't want to go to the bar. You feel me? And now I'm out in the parking lot and like motherfuckers are calling me saying, come in. Now it's like, man, fuck that bar. That bar corny is shit anyway. You feel me? I didn't want to go on that shit. That shit was probably going to be a bad time. It wasn't going to be no fun. That shit was going to be fucking whack. I'm not missing shit. I'm going straight to the crib. So it's like now I got to basically convince myself that I'm not bugging and I'm making the right call. But in reality, I'm bugging because like what's what's the worst case scenario of me going in the bar, popping in on seeing what my brother's wife and, and, and my sister are doing at the bar on a random fucking Saturday when I don't have absolutely anything to do? Like it's no downside to that. Yeah. That's that's the trick behind anxiety. We know it's illogical. We know we're not doing things that make sense, but we can't help to feel any different. Now, that's the funnest part of like, that's the funnest part about getting where I'm at now is like when I'm bugging, I know I'm bugging. Like, it doesn't change how you feel, though. No, it doesn't. I'll be knowing I'm bugging. I'll always be like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm bugging the fuck out right now. But I know it's just my brain playing with me. Mm hmm. You, like, I know it's just like that shit's just a game. So yeah. Like now I'm like, damn, yo, this shit, my brain just fucking with me today. Like I'm bugging. It's really not shit wrong. My life's good. Everything's great. You feel me? It's nothing bad. It's gonna, like, what's the worst case? Can like, motherfucker, I can rumble if I pop into some shit here, or if worst case scenario come to this, or like you know I play worst case scenario with everything. So I'm like, man, worst case, worst case scenario, this happen. I could do this, 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 this. So it's really like no horrible things that could happen and nine times out of ten i'm gonna have fun in there but i know my brain's playing with me and i'd be like damn yeah my brain's playing with me today that shit crazy 
But I also know like how that shit works and I it comes in cycles. So it's like, yo, this shit gonna be like done in three days and I'll be back. And so you choose to yeah. kind of just let it ride out? Yeah, bro. Everybody deal with their different shit. My shit is I get overwhelming anxiety one time a quarter for three days. I got you. That seems manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Six one. So anyway, I was talking to my buddy about goal-oriented happiness the other day. Yeah, it reminded me of your limits talk. Could you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um, we all create these rules that we think we have to follow. And sometimes the rules actually limit us from feeling happy, which is usually the main attention behind setting the rules in the first place. That's kind of like a very short gist of it. Yeah, that's my whole joint, bro. How so? Because, like, you you got to think, like, realistically, like, if you think about life, it's always going to be some shit you can improve on. And that's usually my downfall and shit. I'm like, yo, I was talking to my mans about that shit the other day, and I'm like, yo, when I got out of college, it was like, when I got out of, when I was in college, I'm like, man, when I get out of college, I'm going to be making so much money. I'm going to go do this. I can't wait to move around. And then I got out of college, and I was like, boom, moved to Denver. Got a really nice paying job, bought a bunch of clothes out there, had a solid apartment with a bunch of buddies. And I got out there and I was like, man, when I get closer to my friends or it's like warmer and shit and I get a more familiar place, like this shit's going to be so fucking popping. You know? <laughs> then boom, I moved to Tampa, like got a solid job with more familiar friends. Got a couple bitches out there, like weather's mad nice. You feel me? Then I got out there, I was like, yeah. <laughs> when I get closer to my family, shit's going to be lit. So it's always like, like, it's funny how we always, like, don't appreciate the day-to-day of shit. And you can always say, like, what what you get. And, like, that shit's a trick, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit's a trick. That the future a is, trick. A, is really a trick. Yeah, because shit could always be more lit. Like, my man was telling me, he's like, yeah, when I make more money, I'm like, bro, like, when you make more money, you're just going to find something else. It's always going to be something. Like, it's like, when you make more money, than what? Then you're going to want more kids. Or you're going to want more land. Or you're going to want this, this, this. So, I guess interesting how, like, that's why I was saying with, like, the Jeff Bezos shit. I'm interested to see, like, the person that has unlimited resources thinks about, like, like, what's his, what's his issues? You feel me? So, then what, what's, like, your key to happiness, then, since you're learning that it's not about things and it's not about being better in the future or Shit, bro, I wish I knew. No, fuck with you. <laughs> nah, bro, I, what's it called? Probably like three, three, four years ago when I moved home, probably like first year after I moved back to Delaware, I was started like doing more of the day-to-day shit. Like you just got to really find like the fun in every day. You feel me? You can't really like be like, yo, when I do this, 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 because that, that, like that's not only is that like goal-oriented shit, and it's good to have goals. Like it's dope to achieve your goals and shit. But it's kind of setting yourself up for failure because once you hit them, Jones, it's more so like, all right, what next? Now how much can I make or what else can I succeed or now what can I do or where can I live? So it's kind of like, yo, just try and have as much fun as you can in the current. Because life's short, cuz. We could all die soon. Yeah. I think you're right. 
my the what I was describing is self-limiting goals or self-limiting beliefs versus goal-oriented happiness has a lot in common. Um, yeah, it's pretty similar. You know, when I think of self-limiting beliefs, maybe they're a bit broader. Like uh, people need to laugh when they're around me, or um, I need to feel loved. Um, I want my mom to be proud of me or my mom needs to be proud of me. Um, kind of maybe more related to ideals. Yeah, it was more like emotion driven shit. Mm -hmm. My shit was more like goals driven shit. Like, yeah, I'm doing well and I'm happy, but I'm not going to be my happiest until I have a fucking penthouse and then I'll be the happiest I can be. Right. And it's like, but yeah, bro, when you get that penthouse, you're going to be like, I'm not going to be the happiest until I get a mansion. Like, it's just a never ending job. Like, that shit's just a wild cycle you can't beat. Plus, then, if you're not sharing it with friends or a partner, then what's it really worth to you? There's always going to be something different that'll show up. I'm sitting here thinking. It's like, I kind of don't think like that, though. I don't think like that. Yeah, like, I'll be happy day. on the day to day, honestly. A blessing. <laughs> I like I truly do though. Like no funny shit. What like I really doing? like like enjoy like or as as much as I can enjoy life. Like, yeah, you got one of the weirder personalities I've met. Cause it's like you just know this like you just you just said it a couple minutes ago, like this shit can end any day. So it's like I really can't like stress like this, like even like we were talking about soaking in your sadness. Like, I just can't do it. Letting it soak. Yeah. I can't do it. I, I don't know. It's just something that won't allow me to do it, though. Like, I was like, nah, you bugging. Like, I tell myself, you. I'll say that shit out loud to myself. Like, you bugging. Like, go do, go do something. Like, you tripping. And I'll be right out of it. But, I mean, Flock said that you really not because the thought will come back. But to me, it's like, I'm not, I can't, I can't sweat that because... I, I don't know. It's just not in me to do it. It's weird because you're like the only person I know that's still ambitious and content in the day to day. Because you, I mean, what can you do in the in the right now? You, but most people are like you. Like, there's like a certain level like that they can't like get. I mean, but what level are you trying to get at? Like, are you are we trying to? Are you like I need to be Jeff Bezos to be happy? Or, or well, I think the then, level always changes. And then like, like say okay. you get like so say you get the tobacco store and you're like, all right, the tobacco store is booming and shit. And instead of motherfucker, you are kind of like this now I think about it. And so you get the tobacco store and, and instead of celebrating the tobacco store, when you more like, well, maybe I should get two or three more stores and then I'll celebrate. But it's not it's not a. It's not a it has to happen. I ha you have to get more like it's not that. But is it's it stop? Like, is it stopping you from celebrating the overall success of the one genre? Because you're still happy. Like you still like, oh, my gosh, this shit grows every day. Like this is this is dope. Like you, your friends coming through, like supporting It's It's the shit dope. Like it's nothing to be. And if it like is I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like a. It's. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you're not. Yeah. Well, when's the last time you got emotional about anything? I mean, I, I get emotional, but I think when I think about like shit like this, like why I'm like this, I honestly go back to uh, my grandfather dying and shit. And I was 13. 
and that that was probably the the hardest shit like that fucked me up like and I was young so I was really like damn like I don't know like something like catastrophic like that would have to happen for me to be this thrown so do you off not, like you don't but you don't get over like over happy about anything and you don't get super sad about anything Nah, I mean, you're not to the moon about anything and you're not like fucking deep in the waters about anything. No. Nah, and I think that because that comes with faith, because I feel like I feel like for me, it might sound crazy, but I feel like certain shit supposed to happen. I feel like if I got nah, but faith that in shit some, sounds. Go ahead, bro. My bad. No, nah, I'm saying if I got faith in something, I feel like it's supposed to happen. Uh, if I feel like by 40, I don't I shouldn't be working no more. And if at 40, I'm not working. Great, because I felt like that at 25. But if I'm still working at 40, it's like, oh, okay, you did something wrong. You need to fix it yourself. I'm not going about to be like, oh, you missed your goal. It's just like, nah, you need to work harder. That's yeah, for me. That's that. for me, though. I feel that. And I feel like I get that. But also, oh. like, I, I like to experience extreme highs and lows. Okay, but I would ask you, why would you want to experience an extreme low? Cause it's just like kind of like contrast to the eye. Like you, like if I, if I'm overall, if every day I wake up and I feel like I'm to the moon and like overexert and like dumb happy, and I got two sad days out of the month, I'll take that shit. And in contrast, I could feel like the complete difference. So you just can't be happy every day, though. I'm like sure what's you can being happy though. That's that's that'd be my question. Like, what's stopping from being happy every day? Well, just what like I hear hyper focus. What I hear is like John stays at a five every day. And even though Dylan gets has to experience, and I relate to this, like a two some days, you also get to experience like the nines. But I'm not saying mm-hmm. I don't That's get happy. But like if I if I hit the lotto tomorrow, I'm gonna be happy. I'm not it's gonna be a I wouldn't mm-hmm. I would say shit, I might be at a nine every day. I, like why can't I be at a nine every day? Yeah, I'm not saying you're not at a nine every day. I'm mm-hmm. saying maybe like you're so timid you don't hit a ten. How like, how, how like, would, would you but, rather would you rather have a hundred nines than fucking an inch off your dick? Eighty tens and twenty twos. <laughs> you feel me? Like you feel me? Like it's like it just depends on the personality. I wouldn't say too timid to feel a 10 because I still get excited for shit. Okay, I just got balanced. a sneaker that I just got that I wanted since 2006. I couldn't believe it when I held the shit in my hand. I was happy as shit, but that's the type of shit yeah. I like. So, I mean, I can't. If You're if, taking it kind of like a, as a negative and I'm talking I'm not, more of as a consistency. Like your shit's a lot more of a consistent. Like if you looked at the graph, your shit would just be like a, if you're on, and my shit's more of like a, you feel me? Straight up and down type shit. And that shit could like, that shit works for me and that shit could work for you. You feel me? That's just interesting. Like how different people's brains are. For sure. Clock, what do you think, man? Hmm. <laughs> um, I... I don't find myself going to a one or a 10 and I'm often called a poor reactor. Like when I'm supposed to react with happiness, people have said kind of all my life and it's pretty accurate observation that like 
when I get a present or when I get. Uh, yeah, I'm horrible with presents. I, I, I hate getting presents because I'm expecting <laughs> to have this like, oh, my fucking God, I love it. <laughs> but I don't do it. Like, Same. I'm just like, oh, this, I appreciate it. And I am happy, but I'm just like my happy. And I don't I think I'm agreeing with what you guys are saying. You can't really judge another person's level of satisfaction with their own happiness um but at the same time like i can remember today i was like i had about five sessions in a row and they were like really hard sessions and they're pretty depressing and i started to feel like man i'm not doing shit like i'm not making any difference at all this i'm not doing anything like because i started kind of owning what i was feeling from other people and the way that i got out of it i was like well let me just be grateful for the fact that I'm experiencing this level of emotion because now I'm getting kind of the, I'm kind of getting to feel a different side of me. Like this is a pause. This is like a, a different emotion that I might not get to experience on a different day. So trying to have appreciation for it helps me to lift out of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. Yeah, and I also think that you know, Dill, you mentioned how you will be like defensive. Like I can do the same thing. But being consistently happy every day would be like fucking nice too. You wouldn't have to be extreme. But I'm not saying it's like not. That shit feels good. (laughs) Like upset days, but I mean, for me, it's just I don't know. Just being consistent with myself. Yeah, and I'm being dramatic for the pod. Nine times out of ten, you'll catch me, and I'll be overly social, and overly rambunctious, and happy-go-lucky. But that one out of ten has to balance me up. That's how I go with shit. I'm pretty confident in saying that if John and I didn't know each other, and we had ten one-hour sessions, now nah, maybe like five one-hour sessions we could find some stuff that doesn't line up with this. I'm pretty much always happy. Like we could, we could identify the places that need work, but because we have like this casual relationship and because you are pretty secure, like you did that survey and you had a great upbringing. It's really easy for you to stay in great upbringing. Like, Dude, I think like I think that's the that's the misconception. Like there's shit. Like it's shit that I could go through and be sad about. Like shit ain't pizzas and cream. Far from I I didn't mean it that literal. (laughs) No, no, no. You good, but it's like shit ain't pizzas and cream. (laughs) It's not pizzas and cream. Like it's shit I could choose to be sad about. It's literal shit I could be sad about. But in my head, it's a choice if I'm gonna let this bother me or not. Yeah, and it's not to a me, problem, man. I just, I think people have a genetic makeup to where they can either just like breeze through it or they can't. Yeah, I'm not calling it for any of this. I was breeze through it. Yeah, you can breeze through it. I didn't even say y'all was calling it. I'm just saying, like, I feel like, to me at least, I feel like I can have a choice whether I'm gonna be sad about something or not. Damn, so pocket thinks that like you got a too cool facade going. Yeah, I mean, that's that. fine. That's but uh, I said that's fine. You could, that's I could be sad, wrong. but. I feel like I could talk myself out of being sad. 
I love this pod. Now John's arguing to try and prove to us that he can be sad. We flipped it on him. <laughs> Trust me, y'all. I get sad, dog. I didn't even say that. I said I, sad I can be sad if I want. Just sad as podcast. Dog. I ain't trying to match y'all levels of sad. Trust I'm just saying. Me, y'all. I get I'm sad, sad too. No, no, no. I, I ain't say, sad I ain't as say y'all. That. I ain't hey, John, say have you that. ever stopped yourself from killing yourself? I just want to know. Nah. Jesus Fuck Christ, no. Jake. That's not even funny, bro. Yeah, Fuck, sorry man. for the people that have, but that's yeah, dude, not that's not thought. funny. Actually, I know a few people, but yeah, yeah, that's oh. not thought that yeah. crossed my mind. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cut that one out, bro. Fuck. Sorry to the people <laughs> it has. Yeah, all right, P, little peep. Um, Jesus fucking Christ, Jake. Ugh. You, why do why you? How do you guys feel when you get gifts? I hate it. I it's like really it. uncomfortable. I love it. Really? Yeah. Or somebody pays for your dinner? So uncomfortable. Oh, At first, that was uncomfortable that. for me, but now I'm used. Like, that shit cool to me now. Like, if I go out with somebody's, like, parents or some shit, and they're like, yo, we got it. I'd be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Even when I ain't have bread, that shit was so uncomfortable, dog. Not that fun, bro. No, but I don't like getting gifts uh, in front of like during Christmas in front of a group of people because the expectation to have a large reaction is too much pressure. It almost ruins the gift. Yeah. You know what's funny is that your daughter might listen to this podcast in 20 years. Oh, she's not going to listen to anything. She's not even leaving her room. <laughs> oh, that's good times. She needs you guys got anything else? Huh? She's going to need your permission to leave the room? Before? Random thoughts? Random thoughts? Oh, kill me with this random oh shit. Yeah, what's your random thoughts, bro? Hmm. My random thought is that it kind of freaks me out that the sun is constantly moving in a quote-unquote forward direction in the universe, but the universe is infinity, so there's not really any direction. So which way is it heading? Shit kind of trips me out. That's interesting. Yeah. Random thought I was thinking about the other day is how are you going to want your kids to like, what point of view are you going to want your kids to look at you from? Like your friend point of view, like the point of friend, like view from what your mom looks at you like, or like your nephews or like you've like your girlfriend, like, like what, what perception of yourself are you going to want to present to your kids? Cause I was wondering like me and Johnny used to joke about that shit all the time. Like, yeah, like when you have kids, like I'm going to tell them this, this, and this. But it's like, like, how much are you going to let your kids know about you? And like, what version of yourself are you going to want to present? Like the 40 year old polished version? Or are they going to know about the 18, 19 year old version? You feel me? I like it. You guys ever thought about it? Yeah, I've thought about it with this podcast. I don't. I'm saying things that I don't want everybody to hear. (laughs) Yes, yeah, so like like remember when we were in college and you guys used to collect the bottles of alcohol and put it in your closet and there was like two hundred bottles of alcohol. That like, was not me. Is that like is that a to the grave story for your kid? Or that like was, are they going to be well aware? That was not me. That's pussy shit. See, I'm going to tell my kids about my shit. Oh well, no, I would be fine. I, I, my roommate did that. I thought you were making a literal reference, but no, nah, that was you. That was you. Nah, that wasn't me. Motherfucker, you was at the parties drinking the bottles. What you? I was with you drinking the bottles. What do you mean that wasn't you? But you I didn't save them. 
But I'm talking about the experience of like how much you were raging and fucking oh. college. You feel me? Yeah. No. I no. Yeah. I'm fine saying that because it's realistic. If they're gonna do it, I don't want but them. What, at what point are you gonna shield from your kids too? Have you ever thought about that? Like, yeah, I'll tell them to this, this extent, but not like all this. Yeah, probably depending on their age. Yeah. Ready to hear? I'm not gonna tell them shit. Yeah. Right. I'll tell them. You know, he's gonna exaggerate his shit too. I punched three swans. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Florida it. And up, bro. Florida and up. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> From Florida and up, bro. <laughs> uh, if I had a random thought, it would have had to be um Do you have I'm to like somebody's parents to uh be in a long term relationship with them? Oh, we forgot to deep dive on this. This wasn't a random thought. This was pre-planned. Nah, you I literally, I, nah, I literally <laughs> typed that before we got on. Though. Like that was no, it's a good one, and I think we might need some extra content because we talked a little bit before. Uh, the Johns are probably need a little bit more. This is a good one. There we go. Yeah, you can't be mad at that. Nah. Does your wife have to like your parents? Mm. What do you mean, like? Does that have to be equal or? No, does... I'm just saying. Like, I'm like, get along like... with him. Like, yeah, I think does it's your a... wife after the. I think that's ideal. How about the... Or do they just have to coexist? Well, let me ask you this: uh, Like, would you allow your wife to like disrespect your parents to you, like not to them, but like talk dirty about them? Um, I guess it depends on dirty. Like, we both talk about how we both talk to each other about when we get frustrated with our, each other's parents, but not saying like, you know, they're a dick and an asshole. It's just like, yeah. Oh, why doesn't he so respond you, to me when I talk to him? You leave Thanksgiving, right? And you walk out of the house and you're like, man, my mom was on some nut shit. And your wife's like, yeah. And your dad's a bitch. You <laughs> like, like that's you, like, you, like you rocking with that or like, like, how does that go? Um, Are you like shut the fuck up? You don't talk about him like that. Only well, probably me. that option. Probably option. Two. Okay. You respect him. And she's like, but Jake, you just said <laughs> it goes like that. Because I I just found out recently, probably this year, you can't talk about like you can't like you can't have an opinion on people's parents. It's like that's cat. yeah, I think so. That's, too. Cat. that's I think that's if, what I've got out of it. Out of what? Who told you that? Like, what about you fucking with a bitch? You can't tell her like her mom sucks. Why can't you? She ain't gone for it. Fucking. What are you talking about? This person, you love a person? You can't. No, bro. It's off limits. Says who? Yeah. I, think... I swear I've talked to you about this too. That's cat. Has this ever caused a dilemma in any of your relationships, John? Parents? They might play an obstacle. They ain't about to ruin shit though. They might but be how a, would you feel if somebody came at your mom though? You would be fine if the girl didn't like your mom. Uh, if I would, I would have to hear what she say. Like, why don't you like her? I would ask why you don't like her. But if you ain't got a legit reason, and but you if she bugging. was just like, I ain't fucking, I ain't fucking with her vibe. I, I just don't like her personality type. Then I ain't fucking with <laughs> That's you. Like, so it couldn't be. So it's a no go for you. No, 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 no. I'm saying if you got a reason, like say my mom cussed her out. Then I'd be like, damn, man, why the fuck you do that? Like, I love this but girl. You don't, you don't think she like, would be in the wrong. Just, but you don't think some people just don't click? 
that's fine. If they don't click, that's fine. So, but, like, a girl, like, you fucking you with a girl just, and she's like, I just don't fuck with your mom like that. I don't like being around you her. You ain't got to date my mom. But, so, you cool with it, then? Yeah. But it's it's going to it's gonna be weird. if if Like I said, if it's a reason, if my mom did something to you or you got a specific reason why, and my mom might be the same way towards her. Like, does your mom have to like your, your girlfriend for you to be with her? No, well, my girlfriend has to like my mom, I would say. I think that'll change over time, bro. I would say. I think that'll change. Like, not because, like, like I'm talking to the fact that, like, I'm speaking, like, if my girl's like, nah, I don't want to be around her. And now, nah, like, I don't like being around her. Like, nah, we're not going over there. And I would probably be like, you want some nut shit? I mm. think you'll go out of there, bro. So you'd like, you was basically just saying the same thing now. If it's a reason, you saying like, I mean, what's the odds of somebody just walking up like, oh, I don't like your mom? They nor- you normally got a reason for now. You you don't, know, you don't like somebody. But but what's the odds of somebody just not liking somebody just because? Like, how Some people just don't mesh, bro. And it's your question, so I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, but you be having like the, the ultimate caveats and shit. Like, no. Like she doesn't like her just because she doesn't like her. Uh, what? All right, so let's get it. Let's get back to your yeah. initial question. Do I yeah. have to like a girl's parents mm-hmm. to deal with them? No. Exactly. That's yep. There we go. I don't have to like a girl's parents at all. I can be. They gotta like you. I hate somebody. Do they have to like? Does she have to like your mom? You have to at least entertain being around my mom. You have to tolerate her. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You gotta tolerate my mom. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, you don't got to roll her joints or nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> Good night so far. All right, songs of the week. I'm playing uh, Mac Ayers, Jumping Off the Moon. Have we played him already? Mm-mm. Okay. Mac Ayers, Jumping Off the Moon, Juicebox album. 
Well, I can really try and get this Rory back and be the R and B guy, bro. Like if I wanted to, I could really fuck you up with that. But I ain't I'm not I'm not there right now. You feel me? Countdown to the attack. Three, two, one. <laughs> that was a good song. Thank you. I appreciate that. See how hard was that to say? John, you wanna go? Nipsey Hustle featuring Swiss Beats, Ben Down. You watch a hip hop uncovered, John? Sometimes they can't handle it, though. But you'll remember how to sign your name. But we don't care. Yeah, it's a moment that's special. It's what happens. Stay down, the game bless you. It's what happens. Don't fold, the game test you. If you pass it, you gone, they can't catch you. It's permanent. I've been down, I deserve this shit. Rough Rider Rockefeller on my murder shit. Yes. Try to threaten me with the fame, ain't concerned with it. Only worry about the green, I'm a herbalist, even though Next level look, still achieving those Seven digits, model bitches, and arena shows Hundred thousand, make a transfer, cause my visa low Every week I send a text like that to GSO In the back, feeling like Jigga in the GS4 Me and Boogie on some need to know Watching ATL, nigga on the PS4 And hating on us, I don't even know Nipsey Hustle when the league is on Niggas lame, but to each his own Change the game, now I need a throne Half a million Uncle Sam, hate to see it go. All money in the squad, nigga, even though. Man, it's hot like a ghetto. Hey, calling from the ghetto. Live from the ghetto. Live from the ghetto. We ain't like you, we don't like you, we don't like you, we ain't nothing like you. Goddamn, we'll snipe you. Calling from the ghetto. That's Nipsey Hustle and Swiss Beats. Been down. Nice, man. Yeah, dope. Encore. All right, this week I'm going to play Little Wayne. I feel like dying. <laughs> this week I'm playing Quilla Ray, uh, Benzino's daughter, featuring Little Dirk. No more parties. They want to eat off my plate. They wanna eat off me. When I had my vision, you couldn't see. I'm off the better things. I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate. Only one people around that's gonna Bitch, make me better. In that, mm, it's so ooh, mm, They ask how I get that ooh. I'm too busy and it's money, can it shatter? My daddy let me down, but I promise you I won't let her. I won't say fuck that man, but this shit won't make me better. My bus to be for an oxy, get that letter. Down to pain. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, fuck everybody. I can't trust nobody. I need me to chat party. Don't invite me to no party. Bitch, club in that. Mm-hmm. It's so ooh, mm-hmm. They ask how I get that. Ooh, I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah. You must not know me, baby. I'm off the better things. I'm only doing shit that's gonna Boy, make me it. You were just stuck in a house. You've been cutting me out. You've been stuck in the clout. I gave you money through the pandemic when you were just stuck in a house. Do the bus down, challenge again on the ground. I'm gonna come. Coyle Ray, Little Derek, no more parties. Dylan, I, I can really tell just from the way that you're bopping your head, that song really like just touches a piece of your soul. It's beautiful, man, for you to share that with us. <laughs> no more parties. I'm a hustler. You know, I don't I don't really understand why you have to chirp every song I make every week. I try to lift you up with a little Coyle Ray, Benzino's daughter, try to 
put put you on some pop culture. They've been beefing back and forth this week. She said Benzino ain't shit on that song. She said my daddy ain't shit. You feel me? I ain't gotta tell him. You fuck him, but that ain't gonna fix shit. And then he came back and said, "Bitch, I raised you in a mansion." She said, "Bitch, if we lost a mansion by nine years old, and it was a whole dilemma." So I'm trying to put you onto a hot song that had three million views when I found it two weeks ago, and now it's at five. Probably be at ten next week. And, and instead, I just I just catch some slack. So. You know, what can I say? I was just identifying your soul. I was seeing you for a minute there. I can really see your presence. You, views from a chair pod. It's been so fun chatting with you boys again this week. Can't wait to get an actual commercial that we've been supposed to do for three, seven, seven weeks, eight weeks. And, and you, can't wait for you guys to send me some clips this week as well. Uh, talk to you guys later. Hopefully our intros are solid. <laughs>